Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. Department to release a redacted affidavit used to justify the FBI search of the former president's home. A convicted sex offender slips through the cracks and parents want accountability. I'm Sarah Jacobs. A judge strikes down the COVID vaccine mandate for D.C. government employees. I'm Nick Einelli. Good morning. Welcome in 5 o'clock on WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. Today's the day we may get to see a redacted version of the affidavit the Justice Department used to justify the FBI search at former President Trump's Mar-a-Lago. Correspondent Bradley Blackburn has more on our top story. The DOJ says the affidavit contains information that could hamper or compromise its ongoing investigation into former President Trump's handling of classified documents. Today's release could share at least some details about what led the FBI to search Trump's estate on August. August 8th and remove boxes containing a number of documents, including some marked top secret. Legal analysts do expect lots of blacked out portions. Release time, noon Eastern. President Biden launched a push toward the midterm elections with a speech in Rockville, Maryland last night. He claimed what he called MAGA Republicans are trying to ban abortion once and for all. MAGA Republicans don't have a clue about the power of women. Let me tell you something. They are about to find out. Mr. Biden accused the Republican Party of embracing semi-fascism. The Republican National Committee calls his comments despicable. There are fears of a potential nuclear disaster in Ukraine. After weeks of Russian strikes, Europe's largest nuclear plant in Zaporizhia lost power. Correspondent Deborah Pata has details from Kyiv. International atomic energy agents have been asking for access to inspect the plant. And Ukraine's energy minister now says they could travel there in the coming days. The plant disconnected after a fire at a coal station nearby. Elon Musk hopes to improve cell phone service for T-Mobile customers. SpaceX is teaming up with the provider to launch Starlink satellites to provide connections. We'll save lives. Um, and we will no longer read about these tragedies that, that happened where people got lost. And if only they could have called for help, they'd be okay. Vanessa Bryant says she'll donate proceeds from this week's $16 million judgment in her case against L.A. County to her late husband and daughter's sports foundation, Mamba and Mambasita. They were flying to practice when their helicopter crashed two years ago. Bryant sued for damages after sheriff's deputies shared photos of the crash site. The Little League World Series championship is all set. Reporter Tom Speicher is in South Williamsport, Pennsylvania. A grand slam by Josiah Porter and the stellar pitching of Drew Tranwick propel Tennessee to the U.S. title game of the 75th Little League World Series. The heroics of Porter and Chadwick led the boys from Nolansville to a 7-1 win over Texas. Sets up a rematch with undefeated Hawaii for the big prize Saturday. This is CBS News. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Their end-to-end hiring system helps you attract, interview, and hire candidates all in the same place. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. Three here on your Friday morning. It's the 26th of August. Partly cloudy, humid, and maybe some afternoon thunderstorms. We'll go to 92. Thanks for joining us this morning. I'm Joan Jones. And I'm Bruce Allen. Here are the top local stories we're following for you this hour. 
A former Fairfax County school counselor who stayed on the job after being convicted of solicitation of prostitution with a minor is in trouble with the law again. Darren Thornton has been arrested again. This time, Virginia State Police say it's for providing false information and incomplete paperwork when he registered as a sex offender. According to the state police, he listed himself as unemployed after both of his convictions for sex crimes. But he wasn't unemployed. He was a counselor at Glasgow Middle School. Thornton stayed on the job for 20 months after his first case and only was put on leave after he was charged in a second sting in June. That's led to investigations into why the school system didn't know about the first crime. He was arrested both times in Chesterfield County, and this week police there admitted emails they sent to Fairfax County never went through because of typos in the email addresses. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. I'm Sarah Jacobs. It's safe to say we've lost trust with many families as a result of this incident. FCPS Superintendent Michelle Reed met with about two dozen parents at a community meeting at Glasgow Middle School. They wanted answers about how former counselor Darren Thornton remained employed despite his conviction as a sex offender in another county. Stacy Ali Abraham's eighth grader used to meet with Thornton. I'd like to know what is the school board, school system doing to ensure that nobody else is slip through the cracks. The parents recommended a review of hiring processes and more regular employee background checks, and they urged Reed to be transparent about the findings of an independent review she commissioned. The full report is expected in early September. Sarah Jacobs, WTOP News. A judge has thrown out the COVID vaccine mandate that applied to all D.C. government employees, including police officers. The mandate is not legal. That's what a D.C. Superior Court judge has ruled, effectively throwing out the order that forced D.C. government employees to get the COVID-19 vaccine. The judge said that employees can no longer be punished for deciding not to get the vaccine and said that Mayor Muriel Bowser lacked the legal authority to impose the mandate in the first place. The ruling was in response to a lawsuit filed against the mandate by the D.C. Police Union. In a statement, the union's chairman, Greg Pemberton, called the ruling a significant victory. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. And WTOP has reached out to the mayor's office for comment. A plan to widen parts of the Beltway and 270 in Maryland has one final environmental approval from the Federal Highway Administration. Governor Larry Hogan's signature project includes replacing the American Legion Bridge, the portion of 270 that runs to the I-370 interchange, and the westernmost section of the Beltway that leads to I-270. It'll also add two toll lanes in each direction on sections of the Beltway and 270. Montgomery County Executive Mark Eldridge had criticized the project over environmental issues and hoped to stall it for months as Hogan's time in office comes to an end. The $4 billion project moves now to the State Board of Public Works as a contract is drawn up with the private companies that will carry out the project. Campaign 2022 on WTOP. President Biden held a rally in Rockville yesterday to support the Democratic candidate for Maryland governor. West is a real deal. Mr. Biden joining Wes Moore at the rally at Richard Montgomery High School in Rockville. Moore won the Democratic primary for governor in July. Moore issued a warning about Dan Cox, a Trump-endorsed candidate that won the Republican primary. Do not underestimate what we are up against. It is not great that come November we are running against an election denier. Cox had canceled a competing rally nearby earlier in the day. Cox has criticized Moore for supporting the Biden administration's stance on COVID vaccines and student loan forgiveness. Coming up after traffic and weather, a fire displaces 30 families in Bethesda. It's 5.07. Here's a highlight from Tim Jones, the regional vice president of systems engineering for public sector at Four Scout Technologies. 
on the Zero Cyber Trust Exchange presented by Kerasoft. We've been asking teams for years to start to level up on some of those maturity requirements. Um, knowing what's on my enterprise and how I'm going to start to establish that is a core tenet that we really like to start with from a Forescout perspective. Listen to the entire discussion on Federal News. This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, always make sure you know and trust the person you're sending money to. Second, confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, think twice before sending money through an app or online.